welcome back to another episode of it's for the table we are the women of it's for the table and we want to bring a little something for everybody that's right to this table we're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a sunday brunch with each other unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark we're unapologetic a little bit messy but so ready to own our stories so take an hour take off your bra if if you're you're wearing wearing one one. grab your drink of choice sober sally's today (laughs) (laughs) we wanted to make it known we have water and gabby has some hot green tea yes it's delicious Alyssa made it for me all right and let's be heard together If you missed it, last week's episode was episode 48, and it was all about change. 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 And we debuted our new hairdos, which we're thriving on right now. I still love it. You cut how how many inches off, you would think? Six? No way. I cut maybe, I would say, maybe 10 to 12. Oh, my bad. Right, right? Like, how much is an inch? Yeah, you're right. 10 to 12 inches, and then I, for the first time in 10 years, went back to my natural color and went to my dark, my dark roots. Um, and we're really feeling ourselves. And at and this point, it's been, um, it's been about two weeks since yes. we cut our hair. And we love it. We, we still, still love, love it. it. But um, I know we talked about our hair a lot in that episode, but it goes into a little bit more uh, depth about change and having to accept it mm-hmm. and embracing it and how, you know, naturally um, we are afraid of change. But there's always a great outcome at the end of it, whether um, the change needed to happen because of something good or bad. So embrace the change change changes change changes. and nothing changes if nothing changes how many times can you say change 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 <laughs> um if you're not you should <laughs> be following <laughs> us on so- <laughs> social media we are on instagram twitter and tiktok at it's for the table we do have a facebook page please like it and if you're enjoying our podcast please share with a friend and leave a five-star review we would really appreciate it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we had another episode topic lined up for this week, but we ended up changing it last minute. Change. See? Hmm. Change happened. This uh, change came from something bad that happened. So I brought up to Alyssa that I wanted to do another episode revolving around misogyny and kind of, you know, the shit that women ca- have to go through on a daily basis um, to basically just live their lives. Um, and... I guess, you, like, I don't you, know how are to... Are you s- home? Are you good? I am home, but I'm, like, <laughs> trying to, like, talk about it where I'm not, like, in so much rage. Yeah. So, um, this... I decided to to tell Alyssa about doing this topic again because I think there's so much more that we missed. And, obviously, this, this topic has, you know, it, it can go on forever. But last week, I was, um, I was running. I run every morning, and it's, like, my me time that I really enjoy. And I was finishing up a run and I was rounding the corner of a street and this truck slowed down and honked at me. And as a woman, you just know when you feel somebody Mm -hmm. over your shoulder. And I immediately took off my AirPods, turned to my left and saw that this truck and this guy was just staring at me. And then he slowly sped up and then went off. And I thought it was so weird, but I was like, of course, it's like another ignorant fuck right. that just had to make his presence known. And make you feel uncomfortable and make me because feel he uncomfortable. wants to fuck you. Right. So I was like, all right, fuck this guy. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. So I keep walking and I, f- I again feel this like sinking feeling in my stomach. And it's this fucking guy again. He rounded the, in- he rounded the block to come back and, and see me. And this time 
he just slowed down. He didn't whistle. He didn't do anything. He kind of slowed down and, and then watched. and then just watched and then turn and turned right. And at this point, I was like, okay, I know I'm not going crazy. This is the same car because he had a, a a bumper sticker on it, and was a very old, beat up uh, truck, white truck. So then, of course, I do what any person does. I pick up my phone and I call my husband and I'm like, yo, like I'm not going crazy. Somebody's following me right now. I'm, you know, half a mile from our house. Do you mind just staying on the phone with me until I get there in case something happens? He goes, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, are you okay? Checking in, making sure my location is on. And at this point, I'm just like, it's me just going crazy. Like I'm just overthinking it. No, he just, that's not you going crazy. I know, but that's what that's what we're it's, we're it's, told it's, to it's feel. It's crazy that you had to do that, and that's so normal to be like, okay, hey, uh, I'm right. A, thir- I'm 15 minutes from my house. Can you just stay on the phone with me to make sure I make it home? Exactly. Someone might attack me. Ugh. So then, I'm talking on the phone with Jeff, and I'm like, calm down a little bit. This motherfucker comes a third time from a different direction. So he is now in my head. I'm like, this guy's mapping out in his mind where I'm route. turning and where I'm walking. So at this point, this is the third time. And I try to get his license plate. And uh, the third time he did it, he was wearing a hat and this big gross jacket. But he was hanging his head out the window at this point. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it was to the point where I was so close to my house. I was like, I don't even want to go up to my house because now he's going to know where I live. Right. So I'm creating every scenario in my head my head of like, I need to get his license. I can't get too close to my house. He's going to know where I live. I need to make sure that I'm like, have good cell service. Jeff needs to stay on the phone. Like, have you thought about just turning around to him and go, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I did. I did. The last time he did that, I was like, if he comes over one more fucking time, I'm, I'm going to yell at him. I'm, him gonna, I'm going no, to, ah, <laughs> like look crazy. Yes. And that's what you have to do. <laughs> but he didn't come back another time because I ended up going through this back trail to get back to my house. So it was off a major road, but it just ruined my fucking week because it's the one hour and some change that I have throughout my day where it's just for me. I run, I put on the playlist that I love and I enjoy it and I sweat it out and I feel good about myself. And I kept saying to my husband, I was like, dude, this is ruined now. Mm-hmm. It's tainted. Now now I now I run with pepper spray, a knife, and I think I put I, I don't know what else I put in there. Oh, emergency contact just in case my phone like I now run with things like that with, on me. With fear. You run with, with fear. With fear. Yeah. And now it's to the point where I can't even listen with my headphones that high because I'm like, well, that was, you know, the first time he came around the block. I had headphones in and I thought he wasn't there, but he was. It's like now now I'm just like on high alert and I'm like Women can't even fucking exercise in so, public. I used to be really bitter about the things that I, as a woman, have to do specifically just to yeah. protect myself that men don't have to do because they are men. Yeah. And I remember listening to one of Oprah's podcasts and it was about, it kind of gave some tips on like self-defense for women and what you do in certain scenarios. And I really appreciated the tips, but it pissed me off when she said that, if you're a woman and you go running, don't wear headphones. And I'm like, why? Why can't? Because like you need to be alert and you need to hear if someone's yeah. coming from behind you. Yeah. And you need to be aware all the times. And like I get the safety aspect of it, but I, like I I can't run. You can't run with headphones and AirPods in your ear because someone might attack you. How about just not attacking me? Yeah. How about learning to not attack me? And I again those things make me bitter because it's like why do i have to do this and it's like i'm not gonna be bitter enough to where i don't right respect the advice right. and he and he and adhere yeah. to it because if i i would i don't go running and i but when i do go walking 
my headphones are not as high as I normally would like them. Right. I do make sure it is daylight outside. I yes. never go at night. Yeah. But I did want to apologize for the follow-up question I asked you when you told me the story. I don't know if you remember what it was, but I asked you if you changed your roots every day. You did. That was the first thing you asked. And yeah. that, I think it was like the first thing I, I, yeah. probably, I was like, wow, what a fucking scumbag. Do you change yeah. your roots? And I, I think that was coming from a place of like victim blaming. Yeah. Because it's like, why should you have to change your roots every day? Like you, you go running every single day. Right. Why do you have to change right. what you do? I was coming from a place where like, I'm sorry if that's it. Was if a I, safety it, mechanism. It was yeah, like, where I was like, yo, I don't yeah. want this dude following you every day. Right. Can you switch it the fuck up? Yeah. But it's like, I'm, why do I, it, it's just so annoying that women and have to, that women and victims have to change yeah. their everyday lives and what they normally do and what they like to do. Yeah. And they, t- and, they and they take it with them daily now. Like mm-hmm. I, I run rain or shine. Like if it's cold, I put on a hoodie. If it's raining, I put on a rain jacket. Like it's just something that I just love so much now. But last week there was a day where it rained and it was really gloomy and dark. And I, I ended up not doing it because of that incidence. Right. And now I'm just like, damn, it's like taking a little bit of me. And even like, even, you know, God, God bless him. He, he made, he stayed on the phone with me the whole time and tried to make me as comfortable as possible. But at the end of the day, he is a man. Mm -hmm. And his response was, it's done and over with. Like, at least he's not there anymore. I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, that's the most man man thing to say because in my head i'm like this guy is going to follow me now he knows where i run now he knows what i look like he's gonna round this neighborhood every day at this time to find me he's not gonna stop right and that's the way women think because that's because that we have to what happens because the second you don't think like that and you put your guard down is when something bad happens right and it was just so and obviously i didn't fight him on that because it i know he meant well but it it, that men but it's perspective and men taking advantage and being opportunistic about a, a female running alone to attack right. them or to do what uh, like there's millions of right. stories out at there the, yeah. why that's what's normalized yes and at the end of me and jeff's conversation once he knew i was home in his mind it changed from a threat to something that was annoying right and it, it well, was that's, both that's things extremely it was both yeah. things but i wanted him to realize that it's never not going to be a threat from right. now on me running is a threat because of an incidence that occurred you know, and it's just so you're putting yourself at risk, but you're yes. like, but you're not, <laughs> but I'm not I'm like right. the people being out Ugh. seeking to attack females. Just they're the dumb. risk. God but, damn it. And I live in, I live in a town. Like I live in a, in the center of a town with a bunch of small businesses and everything where like people are outside and about. And like, I, like I said, I always run in the morning. So it's never like I'm running at night or, mm-hmm. you know, when no one's out and it's but, like, I mean, you should be able to, but again, I, again, I should be able to, but I, I think what was annoying for me after the fact was I already thought that I was running at a safe time. I already right. thought in my head I was taking precaution of right. when I was doing it and how I was doing it because I have my location on. You see my location at all times. Jeff sees my location. My parents sees my location. I run with my headphones. So if somebody calls me, I roots. hear it. I change my routes every day. I never run the same route just because t- for safety. Mm-hmm. And, and I it's never still go, not enough. And it's still not. And I think that's what like annoyed me. It was yeah. like I was already doing that to be like really responsible and safe about it. Uh-huh. But still, it just wasn't fucking enough. I know. I 
again, I'm I'm really sorry that you had to go through that, and yeah. I'm sorry that I asked you if you changed your roots. Like that was a dumbass fucking question. It was. Like, there's no. Dumb if you were a man, it would be dumb. Right. <laughs> right. There's no dumb questions, but that was a really dumb fucking question. Because of course you're doing that. Like of course you're aware. Right. It just like sucks that you have to do right. that. But I saw on TikTok. I think Shout she was a 15, 16, 17-year-old girl. She made aware that she was a minor in the video. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Waiting yeah. at the bus stop. And some guy in a white truck literally jumped the over fu- the fence. Yo, what, if you have ask, a white truck, sell it now. To ask her what she's doing. And she's like... He got out of the car, too. The yeah, motherfucker got, got, to got jump out of the, the fence. Car. And yeah. to ask her, like, hey, what's up? And she's like, I'm not interested. I'm a fucking minor. You're being a creep. Why Get are you staring at... And then she and, starts yelling. And then he got so defensive. And he's giving her the finger. And he's Calling like... Calling her a bitch. And, off and I'm like, you're the weirdo. Like, yeah. you're... An, again, like, maybe you didn't know she was a minor. Maybe she looked older than it was. Right. And you... Wanted to approach her like, hey, what's up? The second that someone's not reciprocated, like not reciprocal with your mutual, with your feelings yeah. and that they don't want to talk to you, like you have to respect that. That doesn't mean. No means the fuck no. Like, that doesn't mean that you keep persisting. Like persistence right. is fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Do not change my mind. My mind is not going to and change. It's like you staying there staring like that only, yeah. s- that only solidifies Ugh, her so calling creepy. you a creep. Ugh, it like makes my skin crawl. And I think like women are feeling more empowered to speak up for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. in those situations but it's like i'm watching the video and all i kept thinking about was like maybe she should just stop saying like i, I was afraid that he was gonna like fucking hit her yeah like get, I, I'm get like, so I'm mad like, that she was embarrassing so him yeah right that she's like might get her she's recording i'm like yeah. i just wanted to protect her but it's like she should be like you should be able to stand up for yourself without someone's ego being bruised in the process like or, or like, you hey, standing up for yourself bro, not meaning threatening you're making me uncomfortable yeah. why does that piss you off Right. Like, I'm the one that's uncomfortable. Right. Like, you should be just as fucking uncomfortable. So I'm going to sit here and call you a creep for all the world to see because you're being a fucking creep. Yeah. Like, that's like a, that's a you issue. Like, that's not a me issue. Right. But I saw that TikTok and again, I give her so much credit for standing up for herself. I and she's young. And she's Good young. for her because like, I did not have those balls when I was that I age. I just think of my sister and like her age. And I'm just like, I please be aware of people. Yeah. Pe- and I'd rather you look like the crazy bitch then you be the vulnerable little girl. Like I do, you have to stick up for yourself. You have to look psycho. You yes. have to just like be assertive. But yes. I saw that and it brought me to a thing, a, a point because I, I love complimenting people. Yeah. I love getting complimented. I think that it, calling someone out on something that you think is beautiful is an empowering thing. Yeah. And I, it, it, it's so sad that women have to be afraid when they're being complimented yeah. by someone of the opposite sex because they don't know where their intentions lie. And yeah. like in a euphoric world, cat, like, cat calling is what we term it as when guys call out of their window. Hey girl, you looking sexy today? Hey girl, where are you going? Sexy. Want to come in? Like all this yeah. like gross, nasty derogatory stuff that they call out and that we just have to like ignore, pretend like we don't hear and keep walking. And I just think like the, imagine if me and Gabby were driving down the street and there's this girl that's all dressed up. Maybe she's going to brunch with her girlfriends and we call out the window, girl, your outfit's fucking on fire. You look so good. Like have, have a, a good great time. day. Have a good time at yeah. brunch. Like that's empowering. Yes. And it's like, and I think that we should reclaim cat calling to yes. that term because I, like, I want to be able to compliment women on the street and it's like, they should feel 
good and sexy beautiful and beautiful and, and strong and smart with, yeah and not feel uncomfortable when yeah. when a guy's calling out their window because they're afraid that they're gonna fuck them when they don't want to be fucked yeah. and they're afraid that they're like that or, they're or gonna if make they a, a pass or if they say thank you that's that also that is, a, that's an that's invite. a yes that's like, hey you can't just say you, thank you exactly so, like I just it would I would love to see like on TikTok like a bunch of girls driving around in a in let's a start tr- the trend yeah let's start the trend in a truck and just randomly giving compliments out to females to yeah. build themselves up like because it, it, it just sucks like I know when I walk out of my apartment and I'm dressed up because I'm going to dinner or I used to or when I used to go out you feel the stares and yeah. it, it, it's uncomfortable but if I saw some girls like girl where are you going you look so good i love your shoes love your hair today it looks you so know good. you know wow, that you know the rest of her day they're going to feel amazing yeah, because it's a beautiful thing calling out exactly what you think is beautiful and yeah. empowering and building people up and whereas like if a guy is cat calling a female like like i said you ignore it and you keep walking or you like give them the finger or you say that you're a creep whereas if like they're they know that they don't have to be on guard and be yeah. defensive with the comments the second you compliment somebody, it you literally see them light up, like it's yes. like th- like they like you because they know that they they feel good on the inside and yeah. they like it's it's nice when someone's recognizing on the outside like, girl like that dress is so cute and then she's like I just bought it for today and like the people that just like it is a natural glow when yeah. you compliment something that like they already feel good about and you're just like validating yeah. their feelings. Yeah. So I would love to reclaim catcalling because it's that. disgusting what it has turned it into. Is. And like that what guys think they are complimenting us. Like it, it's gross. It, it makes us uncomfortable. It makes us so, so that, that brings me to, to two points. And the first point I want to talk about is, um, that perfect example of like when you wear a nice outfit and you know you look good and it's enhancing certain parts of your body maybe your curves hourglass shape your tits look great your hair looks awesome like that feels good the set i've done this before the second i step out the door i will go back in and either put a jacket on and you just like cover, cover up a little it up bit yeah because not, like, i know that somebody's tall right and walk confidently and that fucking sucks because so much of like i think especially our youth where we grew up where our moms would be like or anybody would be like don't wear that skirt that's too short it's like they don't wear that skirt it's too it's too short somebody is going to to call at you or some guy's gonna look at you and it's like if they do that right and it's just so fresh i think that comes with compliments too i think you know there's a there's a part of women accepting compliments that is kind of embarrassing because you looking good is always some weird negative tone right Right. if you look too good that's too sexy you're a slut if you look too good that's dangerous a guy's gonna comment at you it's like and you're calling the wrong attention where it's just like it's like you can't just look good teach like parents teach your boys at a very young age that women can wear whatever they want even other men other men women can wear whatever they want and like it's their responsibility as a respectful human being in today's society to not look at don't look at her legs. Don't comment on her legs. Don't like be respectful and, just and to stop. And, ask like if someone gets attacked, like what were they wearing? Oh my god, it's it just, doesn't matter. It's just so annoying. It but just it's like right, you can't it just like never. It just like never ends. And like I think I I, I do want to share it with people who who are listening. Um, Amber Rose, whether you love her or hate her, I think she's an amazing human being when it comes to how she's one raising her her son. And two, how often she speaks up on shut, slut shaming because, mm-hmm. 
you know, I don't know too much about her. I don't know her past, but also like her past and everything shouldn't identify what respect she gets because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, she's a woman and she speaks so highly and, and is always such a huge advocate of women being able to wear whatever the fuck they want and act however the fuck they want because it's their life. And she is constantly teaching her young son or her oldest, she has two, but her oldest son, um, Sebastian, um, that he can wear nail polish and it's okay not to make fun of boys who wear mm-hmm. things that girls like and you have to respect women and and women can have certain careers because I guess Amber was, used to be a stripper mm-hmm. and like being able to talk to a young boy that that age and like that's when you should oh start my talking god about it's them. like am- it's amazing I don't I don't know if anybody follows her or anything check out her social media and stuff like like sometimes she posts videos of her and her son and it's so it's just so beautiful to see such a young boy I mean he's he's probably no older than like 10 or something like that but it's like it's just so growing up in in a sex positive household in yeah. a female positive household in and respect positive household in a oh gosh it's against misogynistic yeah. positive household yeah influences your entire perspective entire. and it is so important yeah to start those practices so young as early as possible yeah and it's it's it was it's just really empowering to see and i and i just hope for this next wave of you know children at this age that are going to grow up can can just be taught a little bit um not not, i I wouldn't say better but just more open and like just accepting of those things Mm -hmm. but also that brings me to point number two that i wanted to say about catcalling we're called bitches um moody assholes all this kind of shit when people don't realize if we are getting hit on, whether it's at a bar, out in public, just going for a walk, and we're defense and we're we're mean to you, it's a defense mechanism. Right. Like people don't realize that. Like me being a bitch to you after you hit on me, isn't me being a bitch because I want to be a bitch. It's me. It's it's me protecting myself. Right. I um I have a good example of like a personal example of this because I obviously I'm a server, so I come in contact with a lot of people. Yeah. And there's regular there's a regular basis, and I sometimes like have different views on different customers or just like this has happened like across the board in all my restaurant jobs and in any job I've had that I see men a little bit differently than other men see men. So I was 17. I started my, I started serving when I was 17 and I was wearing a bathing suit and I was around a lot of guys and I was very young. I developed tough skin and I developed kind of my defense attitude towards men and just like to keep them at a distance because if you let them in like they you give them an inch they run a mile like they take a mile i was called unapproachable Mm -hmm. by somebody because maybe i'm not the nicest to men at first maybe if they give me a compliment i i I say thank you and i'm polite under the rug it's just like it's just i give just enough to where i'm polite but it's like i really don't let a bunch of people in yeah and i'm like I can't be, and I, and I was talking to a, a male about this. So like, I was trying to like, just show them my perspective. Cause like two men, I'm sure I'm very unapproachable, but I'm a, a female would, would notice that as like, that's my defense mechanism because yeah. I can't be You're protecting as yourself. open and as vulnerable as most guys are. They're like, Oh, he's such a great guy. Like he's fine. And it's like, he might be fine to you. Cause you're a male. Right. And it's he like sees this, you on the same level. You like, guys are on the same plane. Field. Right. It's like, I have to be, I have to have my guard up and be a right. little cautious when I'm talking to male and how much information I'm giving away right. and how like I'm, your Make body it, language, everything, everything from what you say, what it's you like, do. I also don't want to like lead the conversation anywhere where I feel uncomfortable and don't want it to go. Like yeah. if someone, if a guy compliments me and I go, thank you, I appreciate it. 
they think that since I accepted their compliment that they can keep the conversation going. And it's like, right. no, I was just trying to be polite. Like, I appreciate your compliment, but that doesn't mean I want to go out with you. Doesn't mean you have the right to ask me if I have a boyfriend. Right. Doesn't mean if you, if like you have any, where, where you're dressed so nice, where are you going? It's, it's none, none of your, your business. business. Like that's not me being unapproachable. Right. Dude. It's like I said, set being 17, wearing a bathing suit, a genuinely affected and it could have went the opposite way it could have right. made me really shy and vulnerable and just like uh, just so i guess what's the word i'm looking for just so kind of like w- making my world revolve around men versus my world revolves around me and you like yeah. i'm letting you inside of it like that could right. it could have went one of two ways like i could have been the guy's girl as right, i have right, been right. and i kind of learned to be the girl's girl and be my own girl like mm-hmm. i i'm protecting myself i don't need to kiss your ass i don't need to right. suck your dick i don't <laughs> need to feed into like your ego yeah i'm not buying it like i i can still be a strong independent female without doing that yeah. stuff and if it if i come off unapproachable i'd rather be unapproachable than vulnerable to you Right. And, and, and I think what needs to be known is, is the reason why we're so unapproachable is because we're used to it. It's not like we were unapproachable just out of thin air. It's like we had to be like it. That's how the thick skin was developed. And Alyssa Mm -hmm. said this before we started recording, but the whole reason why we act the way we, we act is because men love to be persistent Mm -hmm. and persistence is uncomfortable. Yeah. And when you feel uncomfortable, you don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And it's just so frustrating that as women, we need to be looked at as caring figures and sweet and innocent and nice at all these times. It's like when we and do submissive that in general, and submissive, yes. Submissive and it's like when we board. do that or not even in controlling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I have a, I have a really hard issue with control and, I think it's because I live a very non-traditional form of, of what I think marriage is. And, you know, Jeff does a, a phenomenal job at trying to, to accept that and kind of learn from that. But it's, he was taught a different way. He grew mm-hmm. up in a different, you know, circumstance and, and it, it's hard, but like, we shouldn't have to settle for it. Like, just because it's been happening for how many fucking centuries where women mm-hmm. are submissive and nice and all this shit, like, <laughs> doesn't mean it should stay that way okay, now i'm it is it, it just shouldn't i'm actually trying to think about because when you made such a good point when you said we weren't always like this right. we were like the open and bubbly and vulnerable and naive right pe- until the first little time girls we, until the first time so they, i'm yeah. trying and i like i said i started serving really young um and i was working at a pizza store before that where I was grossly hit on and I was a minor and it was just like, yeah. I, it was a very uncomfortable environment, but I kind of sucked it up. Cause I was like, I, I'm like, I'm working here. Like it is what yeah. it is. And I just like kind of normalized it. And I think when I got my first like real serving job where I was making like good money and working in a bathing suit all day. Yeah. And I, I think like, girls like kind of think that you have to like flirt for tips because that's kind of like what we were also told to like you have to be polite and submissive and approachable act like you're interested in them and i kind of and i fed into it for a hot second where i'm like this is how it's like this is just what's going to be i have to be like the cute like hot the girl in a bathing suit i have to like appease the men's ego and buy into it and feed into it and then so i worked at a place where it was like membership only so it was the same people over Over and and over and over again so when i was being polite and 
taking a member's number and then not calling them because like I've, I'm trying to do my job here and I'm trying to like feed your ego and yeah. I'll, I'll flirt with you and I'll make you laugh and I'll take your number. But then don't have like then they have the audacity to, to think that you owe them something right if they tip a certain amount of money or it's like they gave me their number and they tipped well and they come back like the next day because they're right. it's membership only it's the same people constantly you never texted me and then it puts me in another uncomfortable situation it's like bro i didn't even want to take your number in the first place right i felt obligated to because this is like my job and it's like right. and then i i think it was like that instance where it was like I made a decision where it's like, I can play this game and keep going back and forth and do the, and relive oh, this I lo- uncomfortability. I, I, oh, I lost your phone number. Yeah. And it's like, nope. I was like, I'm not taking their phone number from the fucking start. And I'm establishing a friend basis with these guys. Right. And I just let them, like, I never gave into any of like the, the gross flirting because like, I'm like, I'm like, if I have to see them all summer, like it's going to be uncomfortable for the both of us that yeah. if you're making me uncomfortable like this and I establish a friend basis with all of them actually yeah. and it th- like once i got past the point of like feeling uncomfortable with sticking up for myself like yeah. hey i actually don't want to take your phone number i'm like I, is, I, I work here with you like we see each other all the time like yeah your girlfriend that's, comes that's in so empowering to hear from you i think that's so amazing that you can set those boundaries for yourself and it, like i like i think that's when i that yeah that's what you had to do i decided to do that for myself right. i'm like i could like i said it's a it's a game we can all flirt we yeah. can all like use our looks to a certain degree and playing the back and forth game oh i yeah. lost your number oh i didn't te- you didn't get right. my text and it just at some point it's you just, just start to look fake and it's like it's just like is it like disingenuine and i didn't want to be that kind of person either right. whereas like i just don't want to take your number i'm not going to lie about it. i'm not going to make you i'm not going to feed into that don't feed and into then the that's ego when my wall i guess of approachableness yeah. quote unquote because it's not really approachable it's just defense but I think that's when it started to get built up because I just established the kind of server I wanted to be and I established the kind of relationships I wanted to have with people. Yeah. That I didn't want them to be sexualized. I love that. Even though I was wearing a bathing suit and my whole <laughs> job was sexualized. Yeah, and you look damn good in that bathing suit and fuck everybody else. <laughs> but um, I think that comes to an, another portion of, of what we wanted to talk about, which is uh, <clears throat> the easiest word in the English dictionary no. to understand. No. 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 N the nah. fuck o nope. no no negative no no negative. no thank you nope. no the fuck thank you no absolutely not no 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 it's no like don't try to change my mind if the answer is no guys don't I mean I I again it could be a lot of it could be females that aren't like accepting yes. of the word no. But the majority, but the majority are, are men, and are the reason that don't why it's the men no, because they're so entitled and pri- privileged, privileged like, and they're not used to hearing the word no. Or it's like, you, if you, I think it's like they, they think that they, if you break someone down enough, that no does turn into a yes. If you have to break down, you're the no toxic for, person. That this yes, is that broken down yes is still a fucking no. Ex- it is a forced yes, and if anything exactly, it's not, if there's no consent, if it's forced, if you have to break it down, if you have to twist and turn it. It's no. It's a no. Yes. It's a no for me. Exactly. It's it's a, it's no. a no for me, dog. It's a fucking... <laughs> it's a no. Um, and I just think that that needs to be fucking normalized. Just, like, just accept it. Like, no means no. And, you know, I... So, I was telling Alyssa this before we, re- we started recording, but I... After that running incident, I just say I hate... I just hate men. Mm-hmm. I hate men. And... I ended up seeing this trend on TikTok again where white men would make videos about women who said that they hate all men 
and they'd be like oh you hate men well what about who's gonna pay for this or blah blah like just like fucking being fucking men and just trying totally to like make it about point. them yeah and missing and that's the thing they were missing the entire fucking point so and, i i i, and, I, I and kind of validating used, our feelings yes. and our fears and our experiences yes and Alyssa was saying something before we started recording she's like yeah it's like when people say oh men can get raped too yeah like when they when people say like not all men like men get raped too men feel attacked men feel uncomfortable 100 percent agree with that but they feel uncomfortable because of other, other men, men. Like, it's still it, 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 it's, it's still, it's still men. men like if, at if, the end of the day it's men and then the majority rules like yes men can get raped and they can get attacked and they can get robbed and they can feel catcalled and attacked and uncomfortable by other men 86 <laughs> percent of armed robberies are committed by men okay 77 of aggravated assaults are committed by men okay 87 percent of all stalkers are men okay 86% of domestic violence incidents resulting in injury huh, are by men. 99% of rapes are committed by men. Men commit approximately 90 fucking percent of murder. And 61 out of the last 62 mass shootings have been committed by men. I hate all men. But not all I men. I stand by that. Not, not all men. <laughs> It's just, oh, uh, it's just, it's I just, just fucking, think if we stop it's being defensive with it. That, okay, and, and here, like, we, we, the, the foundation is built on a fucking a defense mechanism, yes. entitlement and privilege. It, it's, it's not working for us anymore. I agree. And it's never worked for us. We just, no, it's not, you're right. Balls to speak up about it. Now. Yeah. Now it's, and now it's the time to talk about it. And so like I was saying, I was using this example or saying, oh, I hate men. And I was, I was telling my husband this and. I really do pride myself on being a very non-traditional, like, married couple. And I, God bless him, but I do challenge him a lot. And Alyssa mm -hmm. knows that I challenge him a lot. But I do it because I care and I do it because I want to educate him because he is a white man. But I, ha like, before I would tell him, oh, I fucking hate men. And he'd be like, well, well, why? Like, <laughs> like and you know, yeah. and it's it's just like a, a playing, classic playing response as a white, yes, as a white <laughs> fucking man to play devil's, ad devil's advocate. Feminism, Where now, racism, rape, <laughs> misogyny. They don't they don't need devil's advocate. Right. Thank you. But I think it's really awesome when you have an empowering woman in your life where I I, I now explain situations to him more. Hundred percent. I love that you do that with Jeff and yeah. he, I think he's a great fucking person with a great and perspective and you're able to yes. have these kind of conversations with them and then be receptive to and it. that's the thing i think before it was a lot of like him trying to play devil's advocate like you said because he did take it personally because if right. i say i hate all men he is a white well, male not me right. right where now when i when i say things like that he will then respond and saying yeah i hate that that happens to you like i hope more people are educated and, it, and it's just like it's it's just the validation of being right. heard and just accepting right. that he's not going to be defensive because I say this. Right. And I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of men need to realize that when women say we hate men or, or fuck this guy or, or don't hit on me at a bar or it's, I, they can't take it personally. It can't be taken personally to you. It, you have mm -hmm. to like take a step back and realize from a different perspective, like why is a woman saying this? Right. Because she feels threatened because she doesn't feel fucking safe. I know. And it's like, if everybody could just take a moment to like really understand that perspective, like there would just be so, m 
many more like less fights or even less situations like I think about all the time in situations where I was at a bar and somebody made me uncomfortable and was hitting on me and there were other men around Mm -hmm. if if men were more educated on when and why women are uncomfortable someone else could have turned around and be like hey actually buddy she said no to the first drink so she probably doesn't want want the next one and it's like if people were just more aware of being that that version of themselves especially for women things would go a lot different right and i i think it does start with those challenging conversations like yeah the ones that you have with jeff like i've i know a lot of great men in my life and i have no qualms anymore of standing by my pers- my perspective because those are it's my experience and like yeah they're valid and they're true and i have had a lot of, especially recently like a lot of tough conversations with yeah. men that i spent a lot of time with and like we're like hashing it out and i'm hearing their perspective and their perspective is not wrong it's just skewed and it's narrow because they're not able to see outside of it right and so it's like when they are open to hearing my perspective as a female specifically yeah then they can adjust their perspective because like they're not seeing it from my perspective because like, 100% and it just it, that it, again it's not their it's how it, it is it, you're it's right it's a society not, they were yeah, raised in it's, it's like, not their fault but that's how they were having born and it is so it, it i don't mind having those kind of conversations i, I will share my perspective and i will help educate people in my perspective and my experiences and like things i've been through to yeah. help the greater good or to help some or to help a different conversation with different females like i i am such an advocate for that and i will have that those hard challenges conversations any day of the week they don't bother me as long as I'm having them with quality people that are, that want to learn my perspective and want to learn how to be different or to be better or to learn and to educate, like having like there, I'm not saying like there's men out there. I I know, I know, I know a bunch of them. I spent a lot of time with a couple of them. I work with them. Like they're genuine, good fucking people who just have, who are just men. And it's like, so like when they have like a different perspective, we share it and we talk about it and we are going back and forth and it at no point does it become a heated conversation because like at the end of the day they're on my side they want to be on my side and they want to like learn to be like how to be like learn to see it from my perspective and i appreciate that times one million and it's like at the end of the day like if you can do nothing but listen and understand where someone else is coming from validating feelings can, oh my god it's can the, go it's, so far it's and, and it's like also the people just want to be heard it, i was literally you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> it's the whole point of the podcast it like, is you just want to be heard yes when you when you so even have, you have nothing to say as a as a guy and you have no experiences and you are so privileged and so entitled just, just say listen just, and be like yes. wow say I, I hear you and i'm sorry you had to go through and that, I'm that sorry is, i don't know what that's like ex- is there what yes. is there anything i can do moving yes. forward to help you yes the egos have to go down and this defense mechanism of trying to prove some fucking point that nobody cares about right that's just not gonna do it that just Mm -hmm. doesn't cut it and i think just everybody everybody has important people in their lives and most of those people in your life are, are probably women and i bet you if you ask a woman when the last time they felt uncomfortable it's going to shock you at how recent it is oh yeah Uh, mine was yesterday I was pumping gas at the station and a guy commented on my shoes and he kept talking and I got defensive. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make sure that it was it's it ended the compliment at that and that he could stop creeping closer to my fucking car so I could mm-hmm. just fucking pump gas and get to where I need to get to go. Yep. But to a male, if somebody is pumping gas and another male says, hey, man, really cool shoes. 
God, that guy was so nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that made my day. To fuck you. I know. Like you don't have to worry about like someone Ugh. like entering your body without your consent. You don't oh have to worry God. about getting attacked or hit or abused yes. or uh, like that. Like that's so like, those yes. are those are valid fears that we have. So if there are any males listening, and I know there are, and we appreciate you, and we appreciate you listening and lis- literally just listening to this, and hopefully not getting defensive. If there are important women in your life. You know, which there are the girlfriend, mom, aunt, sister, cousin, whoever the fuck neighbor spend 10 minutes talking to them about, hey, I listened to this podcast. It talked about this. You know, when was the last time you felt uncomfortable? What can I learn from this? What can you teach me from this? How can I help? Like and because at the end of the day, no matter what, we need men. We need men to be advocates for us and help us. And, you know, and and. Join I was very big of you us. to say because I would never admit that. I know you would <laughs> never. I had it, <laughs> but it's true, and it it it, fu- it really fucking sucks. Like it sucks that like it has to come down to that. But you know, like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, even if like gender roles were reversed and we were on the other side, and it was the men that were constantly in fear and uncomfortable and raped and attacked, and you would, would want to be seen as equals too. And at the, like the bare minimum (laughs) taking the gender out of it you would always be on the side of of helping people and not wanting them to be raped and uncomfortable and attacked like right unless you're a sociopath unless you're a sociopath (laughs) and you would never want someone to be to live in constant fear and to not be able to live their lives like that's like what side we're on like if we just take like the egos out of it yeah we can like we're all on the same fucking side yeah. nobody wants that nobody wants to live in a world like right. that but we're here and we are living in a world like yeah that and, and there's and there's so much it. yeah and there's so much like just and negativity and just perspectives that aren't even validated i mean think about the lgbtq community especially mm-hmm. the trans community right now with everything going on i mean fucking any any person of color that experienced fucking discrimination hate murder like it's just right. wild like, if, it's if, wild if, that like we just can't all be seen as fucking equal i know and i like i said i know that there is some privilege from being a white woman but women of color and specifically women of yeah. color they face the inequality of being a person of color yeah. and then on top on, of that. on top of that they are a woman of color where we are already yeah. the the cards are just constantly being stacked against sure. us it's it, wild it, it sucks did you ever i always think this you ever think there's like another planet out there of like whether it's people or aliens and they look at earth and they're like why the fuck are they living like that i always think that no like, we're in a when simulation you, when you like when i say the sentence out loud of like why can't we all be seen as equal it sounds fucking insane it's actually insane that like that we're that it's a fight. Like it's a, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, an it's, it's an actual argument to have rights over your body. But there's enough for everyone. There's be literally a, there's be enough success for for everybody. For I know it's the ego, man. It's so crazy. So if shout out to all the aliens <laughs> in the other fucking planets or fucking solar systems that look at us and literally laugh at the way we live because it's it's crazy. fucking it's laughable it's, at this point because it's, it's so ego. sad. Ugh. I know this was like a tough a tough episode. Yeah, it just it's annoying. Yeah, it is annoying, but like like I said, I I I ended up changing up the topic for this week just because it just it's so prominent. It it it's is so prominent. prominent and it was just it was just such a real feeling for me. Like I really genuinely felt scared for for my life at one point because 
no one wants to feel like they're being watched or stalked Mm -hmm. especially from someone who's probably bigger or stronger than them Mm -hmm. um and that's an uncomfortable feeling and perspective is everything and um you know taking a step back and, and realizing whether it's the women in your life but even like we said people of color people from the lgbtq community or or anybody else that doesn't isn't seen as an equal you know to to try to live a day in their shoes is impossible but you can definitely take the time to hear their stories Mm -hmm. so yeah and uh, i still stand by what i say by i hate men (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day i know we need you but but i hate you All right. Well, that wraps up episode 49. Um, What we're bringing to the table is a bunch of resources to help you out when it comes to domestic violence, stalkers, anything like that, and a whole list of safety measures that every woman should have when they're traveling. I know, you know, specifically me and Alyssa are traveling really soon. Um, This day, when this episode comes out. Yeah, when this day will be. Yeah. And, you know. We're really excited for the trip and we can't wait to like have a little like girls vacation because it's been a while. But at the same time, we're packing uh, security measures. And mm-hmm. that is um, real quick. It is a an extra lock from the inside of a hotel door that you can use. It is a door stopper that actually has a sound alarm on it. So if somebody opens it, it goes off. Um, small glass breakers that look like giant toothpicks. Um I mean, the list goes on and, and, you know, like I said, that's us getting ready to pack for a fun little getaway right. for us. Like, that's <laughs> what we have to do. I'd love any, but any male to let me know what they pack when it comes to security measures, but we will list all of that stuff, um, a part of this episode. And we really hope that, you know, this episode brought you perspective and was, you know, something that you learned. Yep. Yep. That's all. That's all. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.